This is Vicky. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. This is Vicky. This is Vicky. This is Aisha. Good morning. Why did I say good morning? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shugs. I am with my dear sister. I call her my daughter here at my home on a beautiful Friday. So um, I don't know why I say good morning. Probably because it is, what time is it? It's 10.03 in the morning. So I'm sitting here with my little daughter, Natalie. Hey, Nat, Nat. I love her. She has been on her grind. So I said, hey, Nat, you stopped by my house. Let's do a podcast. So we are just basically chiming in really quick. I thought I would talk this morning to my single moms, Natalie. So you are a single mom. Yes. yes. Tell us a little bit about that. First of all, tell us, tell, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am 37. I have three children, the ages 17, 14, and 11, two boys and a girl. So I'm dealing with the challenges of raising teenagers and pre-teenagers. Okay. So that's probably the biggest challenge right now. That's the biggest as a challenge. Parent, yes. So if you could just tell us what are the challenges you I've never been a single mom. Um although I've have had a lot of friends and sisters that have been in the same situation that you have been in. So what do you find are your challenges being a single mom, especially raising young men? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, their dad is present and they visit with him a lot. But I think the hardest part is just feeling like I have to wear all hats all the time. Okay. Explain. Basically, being the mom, the dad, the disciplinarian, the friend, the counselor, the provider, mm-hmm. the just everything all the time. And that's exhausting. So um, I'm sure it is exhausting, but it's a plus that they do spend time with their father. Yes. yes. Now, that's good because most single moms, if I should say, Mm -hmm. they don't have that testimony. The father is not in the life of their children and not to throw shade, Mm -hmm. but that's the reality. Right. Right. So why why is it so exhausting to you? We we look. We are saving our sisters. This is my desire in life to save our sisters in so many different areas because my sister girls, my shugs, we all have a different struggle. Would you say that? Yes. We all come from different walks of life and we all have our different challenges. So if I could be that voice of reason and bring my shugs on Mm -hmm. my show and just let them tell you how life is from their perspective. Right. So, Natalie, how is it exhausting? I think it just, within itself, it's just feeling like you take care of everybody and you look behind you and there's really no one there to take care of you. Not having, like, your companion or a friendship mm-hmm. or someone there to even sometimes say, you heard what your mom said. Like, like 
you know, a backup, uh, yeah. someone to, you yeah. know, kind of let you know you're doing a good job or, you know, listen to what mom said. But I think right now with my kids' age ranges, um, it's not so much that because I've been doing that for so long. Mm-hmm. It's more them struggling with not seeing me love the way I need to be loved. They worry about me these days. Uh-oh. They don't like seeing me alone. You done threw a curveball in Right. Me. The game has changed. The game has changed. <laughs> so what do you mean when they don't see you getting that love? They've witnessed you go through some things. Yes, yes. Obviously. Yes. Okay, so as a single mom, being that you have young children, mm-hmm. young, you're raising girls some young kings yes. and a queen. Yes. What do you talk to them about being that they have seen you go through different things in your relationship? Mm-hmm. What is your um, example to them? Based on what they've seen you go through. What do you teach them? Well, I I always, I try to teach them love first and foremost. Right. And that they deserve love. So important. And that that love doesn't have to be compromised. A lot of people Mm. make you feel like you have to compromise so much for love. And if it's really love, it doesn't, you really don't need to compromise that much. So that's how I feel. So what is your definition? You keep throwing these curveballs at me. So what is your definition of compromise? What does that look like on your perspective and how do you explain that to them? Let's get a little deep and technical about this. Well, I mean, you're going to have some compromising, but I just think when it starts to compromise who you are as a person, what you value as a person, what you believe, Mm -hmm. um, your health, your, you know, um, Again, I think you will compromise when you go into a relationship and whoever you're with and certain things, but it needs to be healthy compromising. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be where it's you giving and them just taking and taking. So I think my definition of compromising is is more so like if it's causing you to um, forget who you are. That's really good. And if it's causing you to do things that make you uncomfortable, that's not love. If it's causing you to question who you are and um, question your self-esteem or mm-hmm. just anything mm-hmm. that makes you feel, um, you know, not good about yourself, that's that's not the kind of compromise you have to do for love. That's really good. And you don't deserve that. No, no. no so that, that sounds like a, a couple episodes back when we talked about not settling. Right, so when settling. you're in a relationship and you feel like you have to settle mm-hmm. to receive any kind of love, yes. that is not love. Yes. So I think it is good that we express that to their to our children. So when they grow up, like my girls, me and my husband have taught them when they were young. And I must say, Suge, that I've been fortunate that my husband have been in the home with our two girls, mm-hmm. Alex and Alexis. But we had to teach them what love looked, looked like from a godly perspective. Mm-hmm. And also how a man, my husband always demonstrated to them how a man should treat a young lady. Mm-hmm. We are queens. Do you not agree? I agree. I agree. But I think you have done well. I've watched you and work with you. Now, I have worked with my little girl, Nat, at Kern Regional Center, and also she attends Greater Harvest Christian Center. And I have watched you just blossom. Girl, you are on your grind. Come on, you got to give yourself some credit, Natalie. <laughs> you purchased your own home. Yes. 
Um, You are a career woman. You have a college degree. You are educated. And when I look on your Instagram, girl, your kids are never shabby. Now, that's the part. You find a lot of mothers are not pouring into their children. They spend a lot of time on themselves. Yes. But those kids, they look a little different. Mm -hmm. Now, talk about that. Well, I mean, for me, my kids have always known they represent me when they step out there and uh, not to step out there and represent me in any kind of way. I mean, you don't have to have all the most designer stuff or be the richest. But, you know, one thing I will say my mother-in-law taught me, Nikki, you know, Dixon, she was like, you're going to have lotion on your face. Your hair better be combed. Come on here. And your nose better be white. Right. So your shoes better be clean. Um, So it's just the basics. So they know, you know, I've taught that since they were younger, but um, they know that uh, they represent me and I like them to look nice. So, yeah, and I think if you look nice, you feel nice. Right. It's not so much about, you know, doing it for others. It's how you you feel. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. And out. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so happy for you. So you've expressed, you nervous? You're doing good. (laughs) <laughs> she doing good, Shook. So um, we've talked. You've been through some relationship changes. Yeah. Yes. And can you testify that it has helped you to grow? Oh, yes. Or has it allowed you to be in a sunken place? It's done both. It's done both. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, sunken. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll talk about it. I definitely started out in a sunken place. Um, I've been through it's it was a transition with friendships to to uh, marriage and then the failed marriage and then, you know, the sunken place of just really learning to be by myself. I've mm-hmm. never really been by myself. And although like I've been in relationships, I've always still felt like I've uh, parented in a single manner, you know, because okay. you can be with somebody and still not get the support for the parenting part. So you can be, there's a lot of people who are in marriages or I've seen marriages and they're still not getting the co-parenting okay. or the help or the support that they should mm-hmm. get. Um, I think the biggest challenge is it takes bravery to really step out and say you want to leave something and be alone. It's often easy to stay. Um, so I've had to like face a lot of my fears with being alone. Mm. It's, and how has that, how has that been? Whew. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. It's a healing. It's a process. And I would think so. Yes. Yeah. It's because, a deep process. you know, who wants to be alone? No. We all want to be loved. Right. But it does take courage for right. you to take a time out. Right. Change the game. Right. <laughs> by taking a chill pill, yes. a time out to deal with you. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you got to deal with you. Right. So, how is it dealing with Natalie? What does life look like? You take all your supports away. Mm-hmm. You know, God is always there first right. and foremost. How does life look now for Natalie? Sometimes it's scary. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I just want to disappear. And then, I mean. Girl, I be wanting to disappear. And disappear. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes life gets tedious and heavy and hard. Right. But, you know, I've always told you, girl, that God is our refuge and our strength. Right. He's a present help in the time of trouble. So know that you can always run to him. And yes. sometimes even running to him is a process because you got to leave stuff behind. You got to right. take stuff off. You got to, you know, lay aside the weight. Yes, yes. Definitely. Of all the baggage. Ooh, Girl, talk about bags. that baggage. Boy, it'll be bags. Yes, yes. <laughs> How have you... 
Have you dumped those bags? Are you still, still carrying those? I'm still going through them. I'm okay. still going through the bags every day. It's a new bag. I pick up one bag and put that out to trash. <laughs> and I look back and there's so many more bags. So um, every day is a new day. And I'm really learning to literally take it one day at a time. You have to. Yes. You would literally go crazy yes, yes. if you did not take one bag out at a time. Right. Right. And you owe that to yourself. Yes. A lot of times I've learned on my road to healing and my process when God, and every now and then I have to shake myself, mm-hmm. girl, stop. You've been delivered from this right. area. But you know, the devil always comes back mm-hmm. up to try us to say, are you really delivered? Right. Are you really the woman that you talk about? Yeah. So I think we owe that to ourselves yes. to take time to process, to make sure the residue of our pain, our baggage is defeated and we are triumphant. So what's the hardest thing for you about letting go and taking out the bags? And I'm sure you've had to forgive. Right. Yeah. Can you say that you have forgiven? Yeah, I think I'm still going through that process, too. Mm Because there's days I feel like, oh, oh, it's all forgiven. And there's days I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. I'm no, I'm not ready. Fight. Yeah, I'm ready to fight again. But yeah, you, can't you know, fight. It just you know, and it's even like the spiritual fight. So yes. it's just like, and even taking out the bags. It's been times, you know, I went back out and got that bag, and I'm still like, I don't know if I'm like, know, I'm not done. Right, I'm not done. I'm done. So I'm right. still. I think the the major part has been being kind to myself during my process, because that's good, Natalie. I've never been kind to myself. I'm always like, girl, shut up, get up. You can do it. Stop crying. Wipe your mm-hmm. face. Stop being a drama queen. Stop mm. being emotional. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to be emotional today. I'm going to cry. I'm going to live in my truth. I'm going to, um, if I'm angry today, I'm going to be angry. I'm going to, um, you know, but just but doing it in the right way. Processing. Processing. The, where yes. you can be honest with yourself. Yes. It's okay to cry. Right. But my theory is give yourself a timeout. But don't stay there too long. That's what that's the because key. when it, when you stay in that sunken place too long, and at one point in my life I did, mm-hmm. that's when the bitterness comes yes. and it gets greater. That's when the unforgiveness. That's yeah. when the vengeance. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get them. Yes, yes. Nat, you can't do it. Right, right. And I'm learning. And I'm learning. <laughs> we all have had to learn. And I'm still learning, too. Not perfect. Right. That's why I created this podcast, so we can come release, share, and and end up in a victorious place right. and not remain stuck. A lot of my shugs. Do you got some shugs that are still stuck? Yeah. I mean, I, and, I, and I know a lot of stuck people and, you know, or know of them and, and you know, so... I think that I've been very stuck at times, so I'm still we learning to, to yes. be unstuck. And right. you know those. So, um, yes, I definitely know those. Uh, I honestly try to stay a little far away from them because I'm trying to get past my process. I'm I'm in a selfish place right now too. And and I've are, never been there. That's a good place. Yep. I've been there too. Yeah, and I need to go there and retreat right more often. Right, because sometimes we. Spend so much time fixing other people while we remain broken. That's it. That's it. You can't do it. No. So I'm to the point where if you don't understand, I'm tired of explaining. If you're meant to be in my life, you're there. If you're a friend, you'll always be a friend. Uh, Because I think... You just keep changing the the game. (laughs) 
the key point is me right now. And, yeah. and like you said, retreating to that yeah. selfish. So, yeah. um, And there's a scripture in the Bible that says before you can strengthen your brother or your sister, you right. got to strengthen yourself. Yes. And a lot of times we are not strengthened because yeah. we love so hard to where we want everybody else to be better mm-hmm. and we are not better. No. Yeah. So... I think it's good that you are taking the mask off, but you never really more wore a mask, Natalie. You've always been, even when I work with you, girl, it ain't a good day. <laughs> I'm about to cut somebody. I'm about to go slash some tires, you know. Yeah. So I admire that you've always been honest. I try. I really try. I think that it's always been easy on the mm-hmm. outside, but mm-hmm. I think with dealing with me, that's been the hardest. Like yeah. really dealing with my stuff. Yeah. Cause like loving people, that's easy for me. And like wanting to be there for people, that's easy. Um, being a nurturer, I've, you know, master I feel like I'm I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. But I think that I need to take all of that and turn it to me now. All that energy. All of that energy. That cycle. Relationship. That bag. Yes. That bag. That, mm-hmm. And, and just di- and and yeah, because you know what? You are a single mom. Yeah. Your children need you to be your best self because they haven't figured it out. So you got to help them figure it out. Mm -hmm. And if you are messed up, you're not that best mom that you need to be for them. And you owe them that. You owe them all of Natalie. But so far, sister girl, you are doing an amazing job. I'm trying. I just want to encourage you to keep going, keep soaring. And you know what? You've helped me. You've helped me to be better. You've helped me even at work. Girl, don't be worrying about them people. People People going to be people. If you let them, they will. They're going to talk. They're going to lie. They're going to take. They're going to mistreat. But we have to keep going. So you got to keep going. So what could you say to a single mom out there that is struggling? I got two questions for you. Okay. That's question number one. Okay. What would you say to a single mom? How would you encourage them? I would encourage them to honestly get some books and read some self-love books. Read books that help you to focus on Beautiful. You. Um, I think that's what's been helping me. Of course, prayer has always the, been the number one. But what I've been noticing lately for me is is taking away all the, you know, the outside stuff and just getting a book and reading. Yes. And even if it's like I read one page, I, I, I just ponder on it and I really try to take it in and— um, and it's more like self-reflection books and like self-love books. Yes. Because I think what women, we don't love ourselves as much as we sometimes portray. Mm. The clothes look good. The hair look good. The makeup looks good. But we really, really don't. Lo- and I'm speaking for me because that's that's been me. And I'm I'm really finding out that I, I ain't love Natalie the way I'm supposed to have been loving her. You said, I ain't love Natalie the way that I'm supposed to be loving her. I love all of that. I ain't. That's true, though. (laughs) Yeah. But are you excited to love Natalie the way you're loving Natalie? I am. I actually am. I'm excited. That's good. It's uncharted area. It's it's scary because there's a lot of the alone time, and I've never had so much Uncharted area? Uncharted area. That's another game. You you keep changing this game, girl. I love it. It's an uncharted. Yeah. Ten seconds. What do you mean, uncharted area? Areas that you haven't taken time to embrace? Right. Like what? 
reading the book, like what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, just even reading, even just realizing that I've been addicted to pain. Ooh, realizing Nally. that I, that's all I know. Wait, I'm, yeah, can y'all hear me clapping? That's good. What Addicted to addicted pain. Addicted to pain. It's a normalcy wow. in my life. And I have, had, I've been fighting it for so long and I've, um, I'm really, def- I've been a defensive person for so long because it's just, it's just been a fight. And Wait a minute. That's powerful yeah, that you deep. would even admit that, that you were addicted to pain. Yes. So yes. how did you get addicted to pain? Accepting? Yes. And thinking that this is my life and this is the way it, it has to be, or this is the way to love, or this is, if I continue to love a person, no matter what they do to me, or no matter how they treat me, they'll finally see that I love them and they'll change. And when they don't change, it's like, it's just been, it's, you know, it stems from childhood. It's, it, I look, I had to look way back on Natalie when Natalie was little to teen, you know, it's a process. So it's like, it's really like, wow. It's even still like a wow moment, even mm-hmm. hearing myself say it out loud. It's, it's definitely. But you're freeing yourself. Yes. If you can confess yeah. something like that, who says literally that I am addicted to pain? So if you can confess that out of your mouth, because a lot of times we keep stuff because we are ashamed of it. Right. We are embarrassed. So I applaud you for saying that. How did you recognize? I was actually reading the book. See that book. See that book. And um, y'all better get better than yesterday. Right? Let it come alive in your life. <laughs> I got to plug that in. Yes. Barnes Definitely. and Noble, get Amazon, book. anywhere books are sold. Get your copy. Get it. But anyway, reading the book. Yeah, reading, uh, you know, and just even going between books is, for me, I'm like, I've been in your book and in one of Yana's book and in another book. And, yeah. you know, so I'm going through different books at one time, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just like, wow. And and it was, it just caught me like, oh my God, that's, that's, that's me. It just was in my spirit. So tough. And I'm like, Lord, that's been me. That's me. I need you to deliver me. Like I'm, you know, addict. This is what I gravitate to because that's wow. what I've been addicted to. So wow. even in friendships, like it, it's it doesn't now stop. Now don't start. Your, you see, doesn't stop. That's another relationship. game changer. Yeah. That's a whole new episode. Right. We'll come friendships. back to that. We'll come, but to no, you can tap on it for a minute now. <laughs> I mean, but wow, yeah, yeah because even in friendships, yeah, sisterhoods, in friendships, we sometimes allow people to take we do. and take advantage. We do. we do, and it's not fair. It's not. It's not. And and. You see that, like, oh wow, like you've loved them hard and till the wheels fell off, and as soon as you've done something they don't like, oh, you know, we they ain't friends you. anymore. They yeah. drop you, drop you like nothing. They so, drop you. And I've even come to peace with that because I'm so, you know, it's quality, not quantity, and I'm just. But it can be a very lonely time. Yeah. This this. Yeah. This time that I'm in has been very lonely. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't call it a but bad it's a lonely. Good lonely. It's not a yeah, it's a good it's lonely. It's a healing Definitely. lonely. A healing lonely. It's a triumphant lonely. Because yes. you're gonna get it, girl. Yes, I'm gonna get it. I'm, wow. I'm determined. You're already getting I'm it. I'm determined. And I think that people make loneliness sounds or lonely, being lonely so bad when you see in society, like being alone, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And even now I, I I'm I suffer I mean, I go to my son's game and everybody's married and everybody got their companion and I'm the only one sitting by myself and 
Like, sometimes it's hard. I, I'm at the yeah. game holding back tears. You're like, like, God, when is it my turn? Right. Like, for real like, this time. For real, for real, for right? For real this time. But I think that's not even my focus anymore. My focus is just me. Like, yeah. I, I think if I just focus on the things I need to, when that comes, that, that'll come. I'm not, right. that's like so far. Right. Right. But, you know, there are moments I see certain things. and Because we're human. Right. At the end of the day. We are human, and you deserve that love. Right. And if you've loved once, yes. like literally loved once, you're going to love again. Yes, yes. And he's our father. He's not going to leave you hanging, no, girl. No. And I think, too, is like a lot of women don't want to admit that. Like for me, I like being a wife. I believe yeah. I loved being a wife. Yeah, it's so a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It and, is. and because it hasn't worked out for me doesn't mean I'm bitter towards it or mm-hmm. I'm angry or I look at mm-hmm. marriages or, you know, any in 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 different ways. But um I definitely I I come to terms that I like I like being a wife. I love yeah. being it. So, you know, if that time comes again in my life, that'll that's you know, I'll thank God when the time comes. But right now I think my purpose right now is to Find Natalie. Right. Continue and that's to be important. Mom. Yeah. That's, that's important. You know, that is so important. But you have opened my eyes, and this has just been an amazing morning. Thank you. Wow. Thank you Did y'all hear that? Me. She's helped me so much, y'all. Y'all don't even know this <laughs> woman. Helped, this has right been here. my rough rider. She <laughs> helped me deal with right the Saints. I just got to say it. <laughs> but um, anyway, we grow together, we sharpen one another, and um, nobody's perfect. No. That's the key. But when you can literally state your truth right. and be on the path to deal with that truth, that's when you're on your way to victory. Right there. Already. <laughs> now, we're not going to handle it. Come. Y'all, we can have a what? come to Jesus moment. <laughs> you got to see it before I think you we see will it. when we hang up the line. But <laughs> the number two question is, what advice can you give to my single ladies? about waiting and making sure they are ready for that man. Whew. You know, I, I see a little sweat on the yeah, top. Yeah, I'm of sweating your... because I'm still learning how to wait, y'all. And uh, <laughs> because I love me some black men and they fine and uh I'm still, you know, dealing with that part. Yeah. I think that if I I think a key point is to make sure you stay so busy in you and the things of you. And you know, of course, prayer and supplication and all. Mm-hmm. We all know all, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to some of the basics, and I think. And doing actually what we have been taught. taught. We talk a good game. We do. But we got to literally put it into action. Literally. Yes. So you hear that lawnmower in the background? Sorry, y'all shoes. That's a little lawnmower, but it's okay. <laughs> Y'all can hear our voices. I just want to plug that in there in case they're listening like, what is that noise in the background? But anyway, we are in my home and it's a beautiful morning. It is. is. Sipping on coffee, reflecting on how good God has been and just talking about where God is going to take us. I'm excited for you. Thank you. You I'm excited. You look. But you have did wonderful. (laughs) And um, you blessed me with the courage. You. that you have and the wisdom that you've spoken out of your mouth. 
you know, life is the best teacher. If you haven't went through anything, how can you really preach to somebody about being an overcomer and coming through and being your best self? It's a lot of women talking about they living their best lives, but you cannot live your best life until you really dig deep and discover where you really are and own that confidently. Yes. And that's why when you said waiting, you know, I'm still, my process is still fairly new. Mm -hmm. So I'm still learning that part. I I know that at this age, being 37, honestly. And you look good, girl. Thank you. I'm still, you know, (laughs) need to lose some weight, but I'm going to get there too. (laughs) That's Uh, another episode. Stop changing the game. (laughs) I think when you start to come into yourself and you, you know, even with age, Mm -hmm. I immediately a man or somebody could say hi to me, and I already know. Mm-mm. You already know already that discernment. Know. It's just even as a friendship, that even discern- as an experience. Like I'm not because everybody I meet is not about who's my husband right now. Oh, he could be potentially my husband or this person or mm-hmm. or, or dating. It's even on the level of conversation. You know, I, I could tell right off. I don't want to talk. I mean, and right. it might sound a little cutthroat, but. I'm just kind of like that. I don't yeah. like wasting time. But a lot of women's Natalie, they bypass that inner Holy Spirit voice. Right. They bypass it and Keep test pushing. it out, try it. Been there, uh, done that. Yeah. Don't want to do it again. And that's you why it's not like, do it again. Uh, in Jesus' name, in I Jesus, decree and declare by the power it. of the word that you will not <laughs> right. do it again. In Jesus' name. But a lot of women fail. Right. And that's when pain comes, mm-hmm. is when they yield. No more yielding. No more. We're moving forward to the voice of God. Right. And Shug's out there, when God tell you no, that's it. Do not bypass the voice of God by any means necessary. Don't get the Instagram. Don't Don't get the phone number. And don't answer to the inbox. Right. Delete. Say it with me. Look at your neighbor and say, delete. delete. (laughs) (laughs) So some of us, um, so, sister girl, I need you to go through that phone, hit that edit button, and we're going to delete. delete That's going to be our assignment for Nat Nat today. We're going to delete. She just and don't gonna know I've already forward. been deleting. <laughs> <laughs> because it's healthy for you. Yeah, it and is. it's so worth it. It is. It's just distractions, too. So you got to know who some people are come to distract you. I'm on a mission, and I know that with the mission comes distractions. Right, And right. the devil going to keep throwing things. Yes. Like, and they're going to look good and smell good. Woo, and they be smelling good. Right. So it's just. But everything that look good is always not, good. My mom always said everything that's good to you, to you. That's good in your thighs mm-hmm. and in your breasts is not good for you. I agree. So we say no. Nope. We got our fist up with an uh, X. Mm-hmm. You can't see us, but we telling the devil no. We decree and declare for our sisters today. Yes. So Shugs, tune in next time. Share this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. You can visit me at VickiLynnKemp.com. That is V-I-C-K-I. L-Y-N-N-E-K-E-M-P dot com. I would love to connect with you. Share this podcast. Be kind. Rate me at a five. Leave a comment and share with your sister. And help me in my endeavor to save our sisters. And until the next time, blessings. Blessings. Bye.
见。